Hello everyone, this is John with Out of Character, and this is our first session of Knowing Ornell, where we will be exploring the lore of the world of Ornell, which is the homebrew setting where our campaign Wanted in Ornell takes place. So if you're curious about some of the places, people, and history of that campaign setting, then this is going to explore some of the ideas that we touch on there. Unlike other worlds, Ornell was not born from the whim of a deity or by the machinations of fate. Ornell was born from necessity. Before the Ornell came into being, great frost giants prowled the stars in their enchanted longships, pillaging every world that they came in contact with, taking what they pleased. Sometimes that included wealth, sometimes it included simply just livestock, and in other occasions it included taking slaves. These frost giants continued on their pillaging quest for years, until eventually their ships became so heavy with the spoils of their conquests that they began to slow, and they themselves started to become more easily targeted by the people that they were attacking. The Frost Giants eventually decided to create a safe harbor from which they could store what they had stolen and that they could repair their ships when they needed to do so. They spent years looking for a suitable place, but they never found one that was the right climate and uninhabited and offered the features that they would need in order to carry out their plans. So eventually, they decided to make one for themselves. They found a vacant region of space, pooling together great stones from an asteroid field. They bound them together in ice. Once they had created a world, they chose the largest stone that they could find and embedded it in the surface of their new home. With their work complete, they heaped their gold in the great keep that they had built, and they filled their new fortress with servants who had spent years aboard their longships and left them to carry out the task of fetching and cleaning their new home. This arrangement continued for many years, and the frost giants began returning with more and more treasure, more and more servants that were taken from many worlds, every one species including humans, orcs, even a, even a few dragons were counted among their captives. The captives who were held in service to the frost giants had nowhere to escape to. Even if they did manage to flee from the frost giants, there was nothing outside of their fortresses except for an endless wasteland hospitable only to them. And it may have continued in such a course for all time, were it not for the intervention of deities. Gods saw the mounded plunders of the frost giants, and they decided to take this world for themselves, slaying them and seizing their treasure. These gods were known as the Elder Gods, as they were the first gods of Oranel. Barul of the Ivory Horn was the Elder God of the Hunt. Sinta of the Thundering Drum was the Elder Goddess of Storms. Mirror of the Twin Masks was the God of Inspiration. Rinell of the Fiery Sword was the God of Fire, and Kunwen of the Coral Crown was the Goddess of the Sea. The battle between the Elder Gods and the Frost Giants was not long. The Frost Giants resisted as best as they could, but they could not stand against the collected power of five great deities. The survivors fled their fortress and wandered into the wilderness and would not be seen again for many years. The captives, liberated from the Frost Giants, praised the Elder Gods. They believed that they had answered their prayers, 
and come to free them, not knowing that the gods had simply chosen to take this world because it was within their power to do so, and that they wished to steal many of the enchanted items that the Frost Giants had been hoarding for themselves. Pleased with their new worshippers, the other gods chose to ease the burden of their new worshippers' lives by improving upon the world that the Frost Giants had made. Rinnell chained a passing star to Orinel, melting much of the ice and snow, granting them a sustaining warmth. The melted ice poured into the world and hollowed out a network of underground caves and passages. These would become known as the Melted Mines. Barul summoned the beasts of the wild to feed and aid them in their work. As the ice melted into the oceans, Kunwen filled the new seas with fish, which would allow her worshippers to sustain themselves. The Elder Gods fell into a pattern of providing the bare minimum needed for their worshippers and basking in their adulation. In time, they noticed that the faith wavered as the people called out for more. By this time, the gods had children and grandchildren to call upon, and they tasked them with filling these new needs. The seasons began to turn for the first time, while law, art, and architecture found a foothold fueled by the power of mirror. Liddell of the Lavender Wand seeded the world with magic and established herself as a major deity by stringing a moon to Orinel, a feat which pleased Rinnell and enraged Kunwin as it tamed the tides of her seas. Other deities born in time included Aru of the Crowning Cold, the god of cold and nobility, who would oversee a great line of kings and queens that would rule from a great city known as Bluestone. Jillik of the Gentle Waters, who who was the god of rivers, famous for his trickery. He, on one occasion, stole a part of the moon, which enraged Liddell. He eventually was asked to return it, but he did so slowly, and that is why the moon had phases. Tylus of the Bloody Scales, who was the god of justice. The four who are as one were the grandchildren of the first and second generation of deities. There was Allura of the Silver Hearth, the goddess of spring, commerce, and birth. Barden of the Red Shield, the god of summer, song, and war. Liddell of the Lavender Wand, who was the goddess of autumn, magic, and the moon. And Orson of the Bronze Hammer, who was the god of winter, construction, and protection. These first steps in creating Orinel allowed for the world to grow into what it would one day become. And that will be our first introduction to the world of Oranel. That's a bit of its history and a little bit of information on the deities that make up its pantheon. Until next time, this is John with Out of Character. Play more games and be safe. Bye!